Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating homie. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill-friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss We want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to another episode of Boot to the Face, episode 189 <clears throat> I am Chris Rucker along with Marty Vasquez here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face powered by fullpresscoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs to talk about the Colorado Avalanche winning the uh, Stanley Cup, Marty. You know anything about hockey? I do. I, I do. don't. Um, and I will say congratulations. I got a lot of family and friends that are Avalanche fans and um, they were all excited to watch that. Um you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't the guy that owns the Avalanche also own the uh, the uh, the Rams? That I do not know. I think he's one of the like only two or three owners in the history of the four major sports people where his teams won multiple championships in the same year. I could be wrong. I could just be making that up. That could be right out of my ass that I'm making up. But uh <sighs> Joey says he owns the the Nuggets, the Rams. See, yeah, and he owns the Avalanche, right? So he just won the fucking both his teams won championships this year. Also, he owns a soccer team. Says Joey Delon. Yeah, he owns everything. Soccer. Yeah. So he congrats has to this fucking guy. Talk about successful. Motherfucker won the yeah. Super Bowl and he won the Stanley Cup. One clearly <laughs> a little more prominent than the other talking about football marty yes sir this is the last month until march of next year that we don't have nfl football thank god i'm ready for football i'm ready baseball is pissing me off half the time uh basketball sucked hockey sucked world cup i mean got looking forward to that Uh, world cup's gonna be in atlanta uh some of the qualifying things i believe uh, where else is it gonna be? There's a couple of different U.S. hosting cities that it's gonna be a party. Did you see that yeah. announcement the other day? Yeah, when they announced all the cities. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's not for a few years. That, that's not for. That's not for. Joey Delorme says the guy kicked him off the elevator one time at a Broncos game. Well, why are you acting all drunk or fool then? You know, Joe, Joey's fucking. I don't know what this guy does <clears throat> for a living, honestly. Like besides sell drugs, but I saw him on the field. Like, you know how some people get on the field and it's before the game, like the stadium's empty and shit. No, it was like in between timeouts. Joey's walking across the fucking field at Broncos Stadium, uh, taking elevators with owners and shit. This fucking guy, rich as shit, this guy. I need his business model. Yeah. I mean, Joey, you know, Joey, I feel like Joey should just fund my 40th birthday party. <laughs> 
Vegas, brought to you by Joey Delores. <laughs> right. Should I start a GoFundMe and just have Joey be the only person to donate to it? <laughs> I have a GoFundMe, but the account, the link is blocked unless you have a you have <laughs> yeah. a fingerprint. It's really not a GoFundMe. It's just a Venmo request from Joey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you throw a couple bucks on there so it covers my room as well? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, a lot, a lot to talk about in wrestling. You know, we had Forbidden Door last Saturday that we haven't touched on yet, Marty. But let's let's go ahead and start what with what happened last night. Um, we had our predictions, and last night we'll start from the top. Um, the Money in the Bank, the women's match, the very first Money in the Bank match of the night: Becky Lynch, Oscar, Liv Morgan, uh, Lacey Evans, Raquel Gonzalez, Rodriguez. Uh, who else was in? Alexa Shotsy. Bliss. Shotzi Blackheart talk about being out of place, and the winner of the women's Money in the Bank match. And Marty, I hate to say I called it, but I told you to look forward to it. I told you what was happening. I told you what was coming. You only live once, Marty. Liv Morgan wins your WWE Money in the Bank briefcase, and that wouldn't be the last time we saw her. But let's talk about. Let's talk about just. I'm happy for her. I really am. After last night. Like, I'm not the biggest Liv Morgan fan. I know she's got a shitload of fans out there. People love her. She's got a connection with the crowd. You know, like we talk about, she's she's not hard to look at. Right? I mean, you see the stuff on the screen right now. I don't understand the cry voice that she does. I don't know if she does that on purpose. Because she's got oh, she definitely does it on purpose. She def she did it last night also. Because she got the little uh, teardrop uh makeup that she wears all the time. So I don't know if that's like a gimmick that it's like a a meta thing that we don't know about. Although I also I hate the word meta, but like if it's a behind the scenes like her fans know what it is type thing. I don't know, but she has this little voice that she uses, which sounds like she's gonna cry all the time. I can't get behind that. I don't mind her in the ring, you know. You talk about the Riot Squad, who'd have thought out of the three members of the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan would have the most success out of all of them. So, Ruby Riot's in AEW getting her ass kicked all the time. Sarah Logan's nowhere to be found. Um, She's probably somewhere at a Blue Lives Matter riot or something like that. Uh, And that's that's the truth. Like, she does that. Um, But yeah, Liv Morgan. The most successful member of the Riot Squad wins Money in the Bank last night, Marty. What'd you think about the match? What'd you think about who won? Talk about it. Yeah, so when it comes down to the three of them, I definitely thought she'd be the one that was the the breakout star. And then as the other two started getting released and showing up other places, that was clear. Um, they definitely, WWE had more invested in her. Um, and we're definitely going to take her somewhere, you know. Ruby Riot, oh my gosh, she's just so obnoxious and everything she's involved in AEW now, just is cringeworthy. You know, um, she came out this week. She came out this week during the uh, not War Games, or the hell that called match was um, Blood and Guts. Um, but now I don't know. The match, I I thought the match was pretty good. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't dislike it. I didn't. I didn't love it. I, th- I thought it was a good match. Uh, was it, I was surprised that they started it off with this call, with this match. Figured they wouldn't mind to start with the the tag team match, but other than that, it was good. I I didn't mind her winning at all. Uh, all honesty, before it even happened, looking at the contestants, 
uh, Raquel Rodriguez would have been one to win it. Like we talked last week, you know, she's a newer person coming, making her way, but she's already been in the main picture. She doesn't really need the title shot quite yet. Maybe she's still green, still got some way to, to climb the ladder to get to where, you know, she needs to be. Um, doesn't just need a briefcase yet. Shotzi would have been one that would have surprised everyone and kind of made a name for somebody who just kind of been laying in the rough. Uh, Becky didn't need one, but then she did need one, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. Becky, obviously, Becky Lynch doesn't need a briefcase, you know what I mean? But it makes sense for her to get it because of the way that they've had her been losing lately and just the trajectory she's been going. So, her winning the briefcase would have made sense. Asuka definitely didn't need it. Alexa could have used it just because she's returning and uh, but doesn't necessarily need it that much. Lacey Evans doesn't need to be anywhere near the briefcase, the ladder. The, the fucking cameras. It doesn't it just needs to be go. Just shouldn't have come back. Let's just be honest. Um, so, I mean, Liv Morgan, I'm not, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, you know, I'm okay with that. I, I mean, to be honest right now, she's, I'd rather her win it than Nikki ASH winning it last year. If you, if you look at all the people that were in uh, the Money in the Bank, I think only a couple people made sense. And to me, like I talked about the last couple weeks, it was obviously Liv. Like she just, you know, the money in the bank is built on making somebody a star, right? Which we'll get to later when we talk about the men's money in the bank. And Asuka, already been a champ. Uh, Becky, you know, already been a champ. Alexa Bliss, already been a champ, cashed in. Asuka and Alexa Bliss technically cashed in. Uh, Technically, Alexa or Oscar didn't cash in. Like they said, hold on, hold on. She she did cash in though. They said, "Oh, she cashed in the next night after for the brief for the belt." She did. Like, no, she didn't cash in. She did. She didn't. No, she didn't. She gave Becky the briefcase, and Becky had the title inside the briefcase. That's cashing in. That's not what happened. Becky grabbed the briefcase and opened it and said, "This wasn't just for the briefcase. This wasn't for a contract. This wasn't for a shot." this and she opened the briefcase and it was for the title she cashed in so she didn't cash in she won the title she basically won a, a title lighter ladder match no she won the money in the bank ladder match and by and winning the, the money in, in the it. bank ladder match she ended up becoming the champion by cashing in, in it, which is basically a ladder match so I, she whatever it's semantics Mario. it's semantics oscar already been the champion the money in the bank but she winner. didn't technically cash in alexa Her, saying she cashed in is like saying that that Carmella won two Money in the Bank. She did. She won two Money in the Bank ladder matches. She's a two-time Money in the Bank winner. She's she is. Time. They she had two matches, briefcase. and she, she won, won it. one briefcase. She but won, she won the won, match twice, right or wrong? One, one. Did she win briefcase. the match twice, Marnie? She won a single briefcase. Did she win the match twice? She won a single briefcase. You're not answering my question. She how won many, a single briefcase. How many matches did they have at the beginning of the Women's Money in the Bank, and how many times did Carmella win them? They had two matches. She won she both won, of them. The first one becomes null and void. Because it was, it's like so. It's is like Dean the, Ambrose not come, a not Dean Ambrose? Like, wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Hold on! Is Moxley not a fucking two-time AEW champion right now? He is. That's that's not even the same story. That's not even the same comparison. He's the interim champion though, but CM Punk's the champion. So how's not, Moxley a two-time champion? That's not that's not even the same situation. It it is though, because it's pro it's wrestling. Not. So they it's can not. say whatever fuck they want. She won two <laughs> two Money in the Bank matches. She's a two-time Money in the Bank winner. She's won one briefcase. Whatever. John Mox has won two titles. That's not what they're saying, though. They're not saying she's a two-time briefcase holder. They're saying she's a two-time Money in the Bank ladder match winner. She won basically the same same match. Regardless, okay? <laughs> 
The point of the money in the bank is to get somebody that's right there on the brink of becoming a star. Like I said, and we push use, him over the edge. We use plenty right. of examples. You said over the edge. We use plenty of examples. Edge, the first guy to fucking do it. He was not a main eventer until he won it, right? Alexa Bliss, she was right there. She wins money in the bank. Carmella. Carmella was gonna be nowhere near the fucking title until she won money in the bank. Um who else won? Nikki ASH. You really think she would have got the women's championship had she not won a money in the bank ladder match and cashed in on Charlotte? So I think this is perfect. I think Liv was the obvious choice, honestly. The only other outcome I could see would have been Becky because she's been on such a downward spiral. But even that storyline continue. Becky eliminates everybody from the match and is about to win. And Liv sneaks in at the end and beats her. And she takes the title after Becky did all the dirty work. Becky's got plenty of gripe going forward for this. Um, But Liv, Liv's the champ. She, not the champ, I'm sorry. The Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Congrats to her. The reaction was huge. Um, not quite a sellout last night. Why they tried to put money in the bank in the stadium, I do not fucking know. But you know what? They could have filled the stadium if it wasn't a holiday weekend. I guarantee you. If it wasn't fucking 4th of July, they could have filled the stadium. I don't know. Um, they could have filled a legion. They definitely could have filled a legion. Like, it's, I don't know. But it's 4th of July. Like, if it wasn't on 4th of July, I would have been there. If it was next weekend, I would have been there. No doubt. No questions asked. You know, I would have made that short drive just to be there for Money Bank. It's, my, it's one of my favorite shows of the year. Yeah. You know, um, I would have been there for that, especially being in Vegas. Like, it's no question. Um, but it's Fourth of July weekend. I work all weekend, so that's that's one thing. Um, but, yeah, it's, especially with gas as high as there ain't no way I'm driving out there right now. Like, it's holiday weekend. It's, it's expensive, man. It's crazy. They, they know better than that. They're just trying to copy. What, what do you want to copy AEW with the holiday events for? Just don't do it. They did it for New Year's. Now they do it for for Fourth of July. Now they, and then they're going to do it for Labor Day. So like, what the fuck? Uh, next up, Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Um, this is a better boy. Pass the fuck out. This is a better match than I thought, though. Uh, it was a good match. It was. I don't. It was. I mean, basically what I expected, but no. I'm, I I thought Lashley was just going to squash him, like. But theory, theory brought it. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. By, by no means am I a fan of theory. I don't like him at all. I don't like him on TV. I don't like his little stupid fucking smile. I don't like his little dumbass selfie. I don't like his little A-Town down, right? I'm from Atlanta, right? Live in Atlanta. You'd think I would like him. I'd rather cheer for AJ Styles. His, his A-Town down is almost like, you know, the, the gun club scissors. No, it's nothing like that. It's, don't you? How dare you? Okay, how dare you? And it's not the Gun Club; it's the acclaimed. Uh, well, it, I mean, it's Billy Gunn. It's Billy Gunn. He—they he's were the doing mind. the scissor way before they got with the Gun Club. But the scissors wasn't wasn't anything until fucking the Gun Club got involved. Until Billy elevated that shit and said, "I got this." We got hitch also, your wagon. Hitch your wagon. Put a pin and I'm in that. Take you for a ride because we got to talk about the Gun Club and the acclaimed later. We oh, gotta we talk do. about what happened. We um, do, <laughs> Daddy. And Daddy did I not call that shit? Did I not say <laughs> he fucking wishes the acclaim were his actual kids, and he hates his oh, real kids? Um, anyway, congrats to Liv Morgan. Congrats to Bobby Lashley, your new United States champ. Lashley was celebrating more than when he won the fucking WWE title, right? Right. I mean, that if you boy, think that about boy it, looks good with that U.S. title, and I'll tell you right now, he deserves to be happier. You know, because he doesn't have MVP right there on his coattails, fucking dragging him down and suffocating him. That you know, MVP is like a weed; it just latches on, strangles you, takes the life out of you. He fucking cut that. She put some some 
some chemical killer on there. He put some Roundup. Got rid of that shit. And now he's flourishing. I dig it. I'm all for it. I mean, he's a two-time. And I'm not. And I'm he's not a two-time WWE champion. Who MVP is his manager? And just imagine how much better it would have been if MVP wasn't his manager. He, he, he MVP wasn't his manager for like 20 years, and he never won WWE title. So you're saying he only won because of MVP? No, I'm oh. saying you can't. I you can't. You, I thought you were I'm laughing, saying and you, you can't circumcise the fucking importance. You can't circumcise the importance of having MVP in your corner when you're a two-time champion with MVP and you're a no-time WWE champion without MVP. That's all I'm saying. Lashley's the man. I'm just saying we're not going to sit here and act like MVP had zero to do with him winning WWE title. He didn't. Lashley has a talent. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't. Lashley would have been champion even without MVP. Is Roman Reigns the tribal chief? A big fucking tribal chief star right now without Paul Heyman? Yes. No. He was a big star before he was there. He w- but he wouldn't be. This character of Roman Reigns right now without Paul Heyman wouldn't be what it was. What it is right now. Okay. Without Paul that, Heyman, you, it wouldn't I, be I, nearly I, as good as it is. I would agree with that. Okay. he's done a lot to make that happen. All right. Obviously, the story with Lesnar, obviously. Um, But like to say that Roman wouldn't be the star he is. No, I'm Heyman saying the tribal there. chief character wouldn't be as big as it is right now without Paul Heyman as the wise man in it. He's had a lot I to mean, do with that character. I mean, at the end character. of the day, Ro- uh, Heyman kind of put the, the the wheels in motion for the tribal chief character, you know, four years ago when it snowed and they had a fucking interview backstage because they weren't going to make the event. You know what I mean? Okay, so without Paul Heyman, the tribal chief but character MVP wouldn't be as big. Paul Heyman. MVP didn't do for And Bobby Lashley's not Roman Reigns, but it's the same fucking correlation. Anyways, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. Y'all see that? When I'm Lashley. right, when I'm right, Marty Lashley. just changes the subject. Y'all see that? When Marty realizes about, when Marty realizes back. I'm right, he just says, anyway. And then he no, goes on to something else. I'm bringing us back to the subject matter that matters <laughs> at hand. Congrats instead, to Bobby Lashley. In, instead of yeah, yeah, that, that that that's a good point. I mean, uh, or yeah, that's a uh, whatever whatever the comment you make to fucking brush me off like if I didn't exist. I got you, man. <laughs> I got you. I've been doing this like four years now. Think I don't know that shit? <laughs> shit. Lashley wins again. He celebrates. He's pretty much the champion of Raw. They have no champion on pretty Raw. Much. So you know, I guess he should celebrate. Well, we ain't like got no champion in SmackDown either. So he's like the champion. Yeah. Unless you count what? Oh, when Survivor Series? That would be in November, like usual, for the last twenty-five years. Fuck, years. that's too far away. I was thinking, damn, if Lashley and Walter or or Gunther are still both fucking mid-card champions, could you imagine that fucking match? That that could easily happen. If they both kept the titles through Survivor Series, and you had Gunther <clears throat> versus Lashley, oof. <laughs> Uh, next up on the docket, we got the shout out. First off, before I even talk about this match, we have to give a fucking ovation, a congratulations to JD Hoop. This man designed, helped design the Street Profits <laughs> outfit for last night's Money in the Bank. The Street Profits, Marty, on Money in the Bank. He helped design their fucking outfit, the, the ring gear. Same guy that makes the boot to the face shirts, right? Yep. So, I mean, and this it, he's had some stuff. I think he's had some stuff on AEW too, right? Oh yeah, he's had some gear. On he's AEW, had he's had T-shirts he for had, Chelsea Green. Yeah, uh, he had the wrestling. When I, I'm not gonna. I didn't know he did this until I saw his like Snapchat post. Um, 
But like when they came out, I'm like, oh shit, their gear looks sick as hell. Right. That shit looks like a championship. That shit looks badass. And then I saw them like, son of a bitch. That's why. Because JD Hoop got that shit taken care of. Hot damn. Um, yeah, dude, it's that dude is talented. Yeah. He is talented across the board. And I won't say must, this about must, a lot of people. Must, must uh must must be sad sometimes. Like I feel bad for for you know Mike Hoop. Yeah, <laughs> his little brother. <laughs> Just kidding, Hoop. No, just look, kidding. I don't say this about a lot of people, but JD Hoop is probably one of the nicest people I've fucking met since I started mm-hmm. podcasting. Like when I met him in Winston Salem last year, dealing with him uh, <clears throat> via DMs and shit like that. Like his his brother's a nice fucking guy too. Like the the family itself, but mm-hmm. it couldn't help happen to a better fucking person than JD. So, congrats to him for designing the Street Profits. Look, you design gear for the Street Profits, and it gets as much fucking praise as it's been getting like you're on your way yep. like, this this fucking guy might be able to retire and just start designing fucking ring gear or t-shirts i mean the other day uh i know i know i tagged him but then i saw a bunch of other after i posted it i saw a bunch of other tagging too uh xavier woods was asking about like yeah artwork and stuff like that and i was yep. like who the fuck if, he, if you didn't throw jd hoops name down then who the fuck you throwing down and then i was like down like oh shit everybody's throwing jd's name down all right Let's see that shit out there. If you Come ain't tagging JD Hoop, where the fuck you at? <laughs> anyway, Street Profits versus Usos. Um, like, is it a surprise? It is it I a surprise this was a banger? I said before, I'll say it again. I can watch these two feud forever. And you give us New Day at their highest peak with that three of them, with the, both these tag teams, and I can watch the three of them at any time, any time of the year, any event, any match. Any style, it doesn't matter. I can the three of these tag teams. More particularly, we're talking about the two right now. But like, damn dude, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like it's fantastic. It's a fucking fantastic show. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. I it doesn't even need to be for a title. Just watching the four of them go, and we've been talking about this since COVID, you know. And then especially when COVID, when it was just main event Jay, and then he had him going up against Montez back then. It was like holy hell. We were seeing the Street Profits all the time, and then Usos were there. And again, last night, another fantastic match by these two tag teams. These four guys just know how to go. Their chemistry is so smooth with each other. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. This match was so good. Uh, how many times we got to talk about it? I mean, everybody talks about it, so it's not like we're breaking the fucking glass here. Montez Ford's a fucking star. Um, but one you, thing I you, you catch how they try to like build drama up between the two of them before the match even started. Oh, Kayla backstage back was talking about how they they're not meshing well. Dawkins and Tez are are, are beefing with each other. They're yeah. they're they're this and that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, don't try, I, to, don't try to pull that shit out because they know we believe in that shit. I don't. I would love for Montez to win singles titles. But I also don't want like a Street Profits breakup, like yeah. Otis and fucking the other guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> or Shawn Michaels and Martin. Like you can still stay friends and stay a group. Look at the new day. While being yeah, while being a single star, also mm-hmm. you don't have to just completely ghost. I don't want the Street Profits breakup. Like I like their act. I think they're hilarious together. I think they got great chemistry. Um, maybe they bring Bianca into the fold and make like a. Hey, fucking Dawkins can go after the singles. You know, he can go after Lashley and Tez can go after the other title. Or they can come back together, win the tag titles with Bianca winning the women's title. Like, you don't have to you don't have to break up 
teams in order to make one of them a star. Uh, But again, everybody's talking about how Tez is a star. I'll I'll say it again. Jay Uso is a fucking star. He's one Jimmy Uso DUI away from being the second biggest star on fucking SmackDown right now. This dude is so fucking good. Facial expressions, ring psychology. When you watch Jay Uso, you are watching fucking art in its best form. Like this guy's of all the tag teams that we talk about, the New Day, the Usos, the Young Bucks, FTR, all of them. If any one of them is a single star, it's Jay fucking Uso. And I'll stand on that hill. You kiss my ass if you don't agree with it. You don't have to agree with it. I don't care. I understand people are feeling Dax right now. I'm feeling Dax right now. I understand people like Ford. I like Ford. But Jay Uso, in the past two years, has become such a fucking superstar in WWE that if if a tag team was to ever split up and somebody was to go their separate ways and become a fucking main event, his name was main event Jay Uso when his brother was gone. <laughs> like that ain't just a tagline. That ain't a moniker. That's a fucking way of life. This guy's so fucking good uh, to the point where I don't even like when Jimmy's in the ring. Jimmy has become the Matt Hardy and the Matt Jackson of the Uso brothers to me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I got that wrong. The Jeff Hardy and the Nick Jackson of the Usos to me. That's who Jimmy is. To the point where he gets tagged in, I go to the bathroom. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. Hey, that, you know, I understand it. I like Jay. I like Jimmy, though. I do. Um, but no, you're not wrong. Like, he literally is one Jimmy screw up from being... He's one Jimmy screw up from time Roman. Step the fuck back. I'm taking my spot. He's he's one Jimmy Uso fuck up from beating Gunther for the fucking Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> he's one Jimmy Uso screw up from taking the fucking MIB t- uh, briefcase from Austin Theory. MITB, whatever. He's one Jimmy Uso screw up from going to NXT and telling fucking Rick Steiner's kid, go sit your ass in the corner. I got this. He's one uh, Jimmy Uso screw up from having a triple threat match in AEW with Moxley and fucking CM Punk <laughs> and smashing and stacking both of them like the Tribal Chief did to Edge and fucking Daniel Bryan. That's that's where he is. Am I being hyperbolic? Probably, but you get my fucking drift. Just, but but you did make a good point. Like Jay Uso goes to AEW, he is the fucking world champion. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Um. Next match uh, around his around his waist than fucking CM Punk. Just so the, the Usos win this match. I'm sorry, we didn't even get to that point. Usos win a great fucking tag team match. There's a little miscommunication at the end of it that we saw, but they still win. Uh, they gave their respect to the Street Profits. Street Profits probably moving on to do something else. Probably feuding with each other, which we don't want. But uh, Usos moving on. Uh, what was the next match, Marty? Was that the women's title match? Well, we match? skipped the match. Because Bianca and Carmella was before the Usos. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, yeah. But, it, I mean, even with Carmella in this match, this wasn't the worst match of the night. It feels like, to me, with the ending of this match, Bianca wins, Carmella this, attacks this story her. story isn't over. Yeah, and nothing over. happens. This right here kind of gave it away to me of what was going to happen later and on. And I'm okay night. with that. Like, I'm okay with the story continuing rather than just being a one-off. I'm not. And I'm, then Rhea Ripley. I'd rather watch Carmella than Rhea Ripley. I really do. She just, Rhea uh, Ripley. I mean, yeah. On the mic. Yeah. In the ring. I see what you're saying. Just, that's not what I'm saying. But, <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> not what I was saying, but you're not making an a, a incorrect point. Um, 
No, if they have one more match, then at least puts a little bit of a, something behind it rather than just a fill and gap uh, match here. Um, Rhea Ripley got hurt. Rhea Ripley fucked up. She she lost her spot. It is, it is what it is. Ask ask Ali how that works out. You get hurt, you get to the fucking back of the line. You don't always you're not a star to where you can get hurt and come right back. That's just not who she is. She got Wally Pip level yet. She's not at that level yet. She got so, Wally Pipped. See you later. Um But yeah, the end of this match kinda gave it away to me what was gonna happen later. Mm-hmm. When Carmella attacked Bianca, I'm thinking, Oh shit, here comes Liv Morgan. With the fucking money in the bank briefcase. Never comes That's out. That's what I thought. Never comes out. Um and then it's it's like clear. She should've, they should have definitely have had her come out to tease it. That's what I was I was hoping at least tease yeah. it. Yeah, maybe her music hits and Carmella fucking kicks her in the face as she's running down there. Like, <laughs> no, bitch. Like, just lays her ass out. Yeah, like, no. This, this, <laughs> I'm not done with Bianca. You don't get the cash in yet, right? Yeah. Um, But I don't know if I'm on board with fucking more Bianca versus Carmella. I don't see Carmella as being a legit threat to Bianca Belair. Like, she's not good enough. If we're looking at this in a kayfabe way which i hate saying words like that uh bianca's up Why? here. these hands ain't kayfabe bianca's up here right and Why carmella's sure? down here when it comes to wrestling there's no way that my 12 year old brain would believe that carmella can beat bianca Belair in a in a match no way. i mean she's she's a two-time champion right Isn't no she she's a two-time champion? money in the bank winner one-time <laughs> champion, champion. WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. And she's got a TV show. And has she won last night, Corey Graves said. Show? Her and Corey Graves got oh, a show. Oh, fuck. It's not a TV. It's a YouTube show. It's different. Whatever. And to quote Corey Graves, he said, and I quote, if Carmella wins the championship tonight, we are going to test the limits of Sin City. End quote. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like they might have an OnlyFans coming soon. Oh, shit. I'm I'm not tuning in on that one. Half of it. Um, <laughs> Bianca beats Carmella. We go to the next match, which is, which would have been Usos, but then mm-hmm. we jump ahead of that to the worst match of the night, which would be your two favorite women's wrestlers of all time, Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey, and can't sell shit Natalia. I would I would have been better off with her fucking cat in this match. Let Ronda chase that cat around. I'm good with that. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> what did you just say? I fucking hate you so much. Sometimes <laughs> I hate you so much. Sometimes I can't say shit around you. Oh, it's my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> Anyways, Ronda versus Natalia. Natalia can't sell shit. Like you talk about Jay Uso and his <laughs> facial expressions. Let Ronda chase that cat around. <gasps> Go ahead, I'm listening. Oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Oh my god, that's good shit, Marty. Talk about Jay Uso selling everything, and you just see it in him. And um, I, I know you haven't watched it yet, but if you watch Young Rock, like. Some of the stuff he talks about Rocky telling him, and we might hit some stories about Rocky a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, one thing Rocky Johnson tells him in the show, and you got to take it for what it's worth, because obviously the Rock's talent is, and he's, you know, he's not sugarcoating anything about his dad. So at the same time, I feel like the lessons he's learned from his dad growing up and in the business is probably pretty factual stuff. You know what I mean? 
And one thing that it shows on the show is that, you know, Rocky told him, you got to sell it. You got to make it believe by your facial expressions. If your facial expressions don't sell it, nobody's going to buy it. Like, you can be in pain all you want, but if your face doesn't show you're in pain, it doesn't mean shit, you know? And then it kind of leads into, like, how the, you know, when The Rock got, you know, people behind him in his first match, stuff like that. But, like, talk about Jey Uso and his face expression. He sells it. He's an artist out there. And then you talk about Natalia. And it's like, you know those, those like, TikTokers and influencers who always have these fake-ass show or, or posts? And they're, you always see these videos and reels and TikToks posted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, the acting on here is horrendous. Like, we obviously notice the stage and set up. And your shock and amazed face and oh, my God face is just cringe worthy and ridiculous that's natalia at all times whether she be on a mic whether she be talking like when she's on on the mic and she's having a promo feud with somebody it looks like she's trying not to laugh she's trying too hard to be serious doesn't come off right but then even when you watch in the match and they they're rolling up and, and ronda puts her in a hold and the facial expressions on natalia it's just like really that's that's the i feel i, mean, I feel bad for tj like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Like, those are the facial expressions you get. Like, it's just horrible, man. Just for being who she is, as long as she's been in the business, who her bloodline is, you should expect more. And she, like, she, I feel like she phones it in and gives the bare minimum, but gets away with it and gets the free pass because she's a heart or a night heart. It doesn't matter. It's just like... You're supposed to be the top tier talent. You're supposed to be what everyone tries to become because of who you are, what you've done, how long you've been here. Yet you've been here as long as you have been, and you still do shit. Like you're, it's every time she's in a match, just makes me want not want to watch. The aftermath of this match was better than the match, and the aftermath was not good. So, Ronda Rousey wins the match. Uh, Natty basically cripples her, apparently. And out comes your 2022 Money in the Bank champion, Liv Morgan, to cash in. I was hoping Liv was going to take the briefcase and, like, bop her upside of the head one time. At least once? That's exactly what I said. I'm like, she's not even going to fucking nail it once with it? She ran in, squared up with her one-on-one. Yeah, I know you got a match. Yeah, I know you can't walk. But I'm going to look you in the eye and I'm going to beat your ass. Bell rings. All of a sudden, she's in the ankle lock. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, they're finally going to have a loss. (laughs) Wait a fucking minute. And then she's reaching for the ropes and Ronda's pulling her back in. I'm like, there's no fucking way that this is about to happen. And Liv, in the weakest... Money in the bank cash in move of all time, besides Carmella completely missing Charlotte when she super kicked her. Kicks her in the leg and does a fucking roll up. And Rhonda doesn't even try to kick out. She just lays there and lives a champ. Congrats to Liv. Uh I did like I did like Rhonda. She was down, and when Liv's music hit, the camera's on Rhonda, she goes, Oh shit. Yeah. She jumps up against the rope and she's like she literally says, oh, shit. <laughs> I love that. That Little stuff like that to me is so big in wrestling, and people don't do it enough, I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, so Ronda loses the match, and I did like Ronda being like, hey, fucking, those are the rules. Like, you know, not throwing a fit about it, fucking congratulating her, letting yeah. Liv have her moment, and Liv celebrate. She's a new SmackDown champ. Probably won't last long. 
yeah. <laughs> probably not. It'll probably be going to you know. I, I it might get the rest or SummerSlam. Maybe it might. Um, it might. But how how'd you feel about the cash in? You excited about Liv Morgan as your new SmackDown Women's Champion? I don't mind it. Like I said, I rather her be. I I have more hope for her being champion than I do Nikki Ash being champion. I Liv's believe, good in the ring, man. She I really believe is. Liv live as a champion better than the Nikki ASH. Um Liv's a better champion than Carmella will be. I I oh, can absolutely. believe Liv holding on to the title more than Carmella. Carmella was a heel. She had Ellsworth helping her. That's how she kept the belt for so long. Liv is a face, but an underdog face. But like I could see her beating Ronda Rousey I, at some I feel like her story the last year and a half even though I think we got moments we talk about it, but for the most part, it gets overlooked. Like she's had a pretty solid story of growth and development for the last year and a half. You know what I mean? Just not just as a wrestler, uh, but ever since you know Sarah Logan got released and then Ruby Riot disappeared, you know, and it's like, oh, Liv's still there. Liv's still there. Liv's oh, Liv's going for the title. Liv's losing. Liv's losing. Liv's going for the title. Liv's doing this. Uh, can this be the time Liv gets the push? Um, so I, I'm all for it. I don't. I don't expect her to have a title forever or for long. Um, hopefully, we get a nice little, you know, little run. Whether it be even if it's a month, a month can still be a good run. You know it's what I mean? You don't need to have the title for twelve months to have a good run. You can have a good run over three to four weeks. Yeah, it just depends on what you do with that time. Um, my only thing is like her her promo skills. Sometimes it's like, uh, let, me, let me let me mute this. And she did last night. The whole she started to cry, and it's like, come on, I get it. You're excited. I understand it 100. percent But we get that even when she's making a regular promo. You know what I mean? So that's the only reason why, like last night, it fell flat with the almost cry um, tone in her voice. If you didn't have the almost cry during, you know, I'm gonna go for the tag team championship, then it would mean more when you win the title. Um, but no, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the cash in. We talked about it. Ronda as a champion, since she's come back, has not done well. Mm-hmm. Um, whether this is Ronda leaving again, whether this is going to be Ronda chasing, Ronda with the feud someone else, I don't know. But let's be honest. Ronda as champion, since she's come back, has not been good. No. We so, talked about it a couple weeks ago. Her going <laughs> fucking eight minutes with, with Shotzi Blackheart. Um Tells you all you need to know about how they're booking Ronda since she's been back. Which is why I said, I could see Liv beating Ronda at SummerSlam. Everybody else beats her. Everybody else is beating Ronda lately. Charlotte beat her with a fucking boot to the face. How great that move is. Charlotte beat her at WrestleMania with a boot to the face. Fair and square. Um, so, uh, you know, fucking, let's let's have a Liv Morgan run. Let's go to Royal Rumble with Liv as a champ. Who gives a, why not? Why not? We always want something new. We always complain. It's only the four horsewomen. It's only Ronda. WWE doesn't know how to book any of the other women. Well, guess what? Now you got the four horsewomen. Now you got Ronda. Now you got Bianca. Now you got Liv Morgan. Why can't she be in that upper tier? We want something new. They're giving you something new. Let's fucking, let's ride this shit and see what happens. Yep. I'm all for it. Men's Money in the Bank Championship match. All the competitors are in the ring. Um, Adam Pierce comes out, Scrap Daddy, and says, we got a new person coming out. Who'd you think was coming more? I thought it was Cody. 
I thought it was Cody too. I was like, this is it. I was like, I even, I was like, here comes Cody. We're going to get this shit. Here we go. I thought yes. it was Cody. Oh, man, I was so excited. How, <laughs> how annoyed were you when it was Theory and you knew he was going to win? Because once they said it was Theory, I was like, well, he's going to win the fucking money in the bank now. I was pissed. Yeah, it's. I was pissed. You know what? Theory had less of a reason to be in this match after losing than Becky did being the Royal Rumble after losing to Oscar. Ooh. Becky's made sense, though, storyline. It did. It did. But I know a lot of the commentary was she lost to Oscar. She should. Yeah, it was just there. bully race. Sorry, ass. Well, I mean, because he's a Charlotte Mark. I heard a lot of people say it, but either way, Theory lost the title, uh, a mid card title, mm. handedly, Tapped and then Got just put to inserted into the briefcase ladder match for no fucking reason. I would have believed this more. If he had beat Bobby Lashley mm. and then come into the match. You know what this tells me? Rollins, almost, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, uh, who else was in it? Riddle. Sheamus. Sheamus. All these guys, you know what they are? They're down here. And Lashley's up here. Because Lashley put his ass to sleep just two hours earlier. And they couldn't even beat him up with a ladder with weapons and all that. So that tells me Lashley's on a higher tier than the rest <laughs> of them. Uh, if I'm looking at it, I mean, if you look at that, what you, yeah. you just said, if you look at it that way, you're not, you're not, I mean, not just in that, but if you look at the names on this list, um, I, I would put Lashley above McIntyre. I'd put Lashley against, across Moss. I put him above Omos. I put him above Sheamus. Uh, I, I would put him above Riddle. I, I think Riddle is over. So I think he, you put him, you elevate him up a little bit, but it's Lashley. I think Lashley t- destroys him. Uh, but Riddle has an MMA background too, so he can, you know, that that's actually a very believable and entertaining story, if you ask me. I know you don't like him, but I, I enjoy that. Um, Sami Zayn, you put Lashley above Sami. Seth freaking Rollins, even though he, I get what you're saying, he's the only one in his match who is somebody who you could absolutely see, oh, okay, well, you're on a different level than Lashley. But everyone else, what you just said, Lashley's absolutely above everyone else in this fucking match. I'm I'm so upset that we're not gonna get Seth freaking Rollins with the Money in the Bank briefcase. This character that he's got right now is perfect for the Money in the Bank briefcase. With the whole storyline with Roman, like him taunting Roman with the briefcase, are you oh shitting me? And you give it to thi- Marty. I'm gonna say this right now. If I'm watching SummerSlam and I'm and I'm in Nashville, right, and I go to SummerSlam. And Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar in the last man standing match. And Austin fucking Theory cashes in and beats Roman Reigns. I'm done with WWE until Royal Rumble. I won't watch any more WWE until Royal Rumble. I swear to God. I refuse. This dude sucks. <laughs> I don't like to say that about a lot of people. I, mean, I don't think he sucks. I'm not, no, I'm, he's I'm not good. That. He's not good. But his character he, sucks. His face his sucks. sucks. His, his little fucking sucks. wannabe uh, mm, gorgeous sucks. What's his uh, name? Tyler Breeze. His wannabe Tyler Breeze sucks. He's like if you I'll put it right here. He's a if you put Tyler Breeze and Sammy Guevara together, you got awesome theory. Let all right. Let we got to get to AEW Forbidden Door and Dynamite this week after we take a break. I'll just say this: I fuck Austin Theory. That's how I sum up that match. I'll leave. I'll leave it at that. All right, let's go to break. We'll be right back after this. 
Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better immunity and to optimize my immune system after COVID. Now I've been taking it for about three weeks and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's got kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day and night. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Again, I take this every morning to support my immune system. Let's talk about some health facts and importance of the multivitamin. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As far as the price, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing into your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting in the different supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, as far as testimonials, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 189. We're calling this episode, You Only Live Once. Because Liv Morgan is your new Money in the Bank and SmackDown Women's Champ. I love the fact that she didn't waste any time cashing in. Nope, I like it. I mean, if y'all, oh, honestly, most of the women's cash-ins have happened quickly. Yeah, Bailey. And, and we have yet to have a, a failed cash-in. From the women, yeah. Now, yeah. now it's at the point of like, are they going to have one? How long are they going to? Every year, you're going to be at the point now. Is this the year they're going to get a failed cash in? 
is we're going to get a failed cash and we're not going to get one for I, I, I don't think they, they should go, have a failed cash for a while no it's that's the whole point i, I want i want to know like i'm yeah. okay with them not having a failed cash i'm good with it um so let's jump into AEW forbidden door mm. uh we'll try to get through this kind of quick because just because it's a long ass fucking card it took three days to watch um uh, like holy shit let's can i that. can i say this real quick yeah, I know you're saying that it took three days to watch. I really appreciate how AEW during this card did not fuck around a lot with yep. in between matches. Match to match. In between matches. Motherfucker got pinned. He's still on his ass in the ring. Somebody else's music hit. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. We're getting to the next match. Get the fuck out of the way. Like, yeah, you lost. Get out of here. Beat it. Uh, not real big fan of how long the card was. It was, it was a little shorter than I thought it was, but... I do appreciate that. No, no, no fucking vignettes. None of that shit. Just fucking that guy lost. Hit Okada's music. Let's get this shits going. I appreciate. Yep. That. So we're uh, we're gonna drop right down the fifth match in because they're all the first four were all pre-show matches. Um, Les Sex Gods versus Ty uh, Eddie Kingston, Imuno, uh, Wheeler Yuta. Uh, it was a match, man. It wasn't great. I can't. I'm done with this Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho feud, though. Yeah, I'll tell you. That's all I gotta say about this match. I'm yeah. done with this fucking feud. I'm not a fan of either one of them. So, well, I'm, I mean, obviously Jericho's one of my top four favorite wrestlers of all time. But really, top Eddie four, Kingston. huh? Yeah, he's always been. He used to be top three. Oh, he's, I, he's going down the list. Well, no, I think for me, between three and four, it's it's. Three and four is gonna kind of a toss up. They kind of interchange, just like one and two for me interchange. Some it depends on my mood, you know. Either Austin's number one or Rock's number one. So who's number three now? Jericho's number four. If it's three and four for me, rotate between Jericho and Cena. I okay, love. Cena, I got you. Man. I grew up. I grew up with Cena. I grew up with Jericho. Prisoner of the moment. You, know? you saw Cena on Monday. All of a sudden, he's higher than Jericho. No, Jericho's no. Cena's always been in the top four for me. Between him, I would say probably over the last five six years, Jericho Cena's been uh, more. And I think the fact he's been gone. A lot lately. It's like, man, I miss Cena. Yeah, I miss having him on TV. And then we've seen Jericho every week and all the shit he does with fucking Eddie Kingston. Like, he's yeah. a wizard, though. Come on, you like wizards, Marty? You watch Hobbit? I've, I've, you got fucking, fucking? You got a I sleeve about, tattoo? I was, about, I was about to fucking make reference to that right now. Like, You're a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. Um, next, we got the three way winner takes all tag team to an ROH champion and the new IWGP Championship. FTR versus United Empire versus Rapunji Vice. Uh, I did not expect. I know you did, but I expected the United Kingdom to get this win, and FTR gets the titles. Not bad. I'm okay with it. I'm not against it. I kind of want to see them feud now with the Bucks, and I want to see. I want to see them. I want to see one of those teams hold all three. Um, I think it's interesting though. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna call you out right now. Okay. That they're you know, and a lot of people right now just call FTR the greatest tag team champions of all time because they got three different titles. Yeah. Well, Bucks have done that. The Hardys have done that. I don't know. I, I, I just, it's well, like, mm. I have no problem being called out, but I will say I never said they were greatest of all time. I didn't say you did. I didn't say you did. Yeah. What I, what I do, what I will say, is that in the past six months, FTR have completely changed my opinion on them. Um, okay. They don't have good character. Like I don't give a fuck about them on the mic. Or no, their like personality that. is fucking dog shit. But watching their, but this is what AEW is. Watching the, our boy EJ Reed said this. I watch EW for wrestling and I watch WWE for storytelling. And that's fucking that's a perfect way to sum, sum it up. Uh, FTR in the ring, bell to bell, top two tag teams in in the world to me. Usos number one, FTR number two, and they're fucking nipping at their heels. I don't like saying that. 
for years we've been on this show and I've told you fuck the revival. We had a drop for it with Cody saying it. There was a reason for it. I couldn't stand him. We talked about JD Hoop earlier. His brother Mike <laughs> loves FTR. And loves I was like FTR. and I was like, why? I still have an FTR shirt that I haven't given him yet. I'm like, why? I don't get it. Why do you like FTR? My bad, Hoop. You were right. Because if you take if you take Mike Hoop and you put him next to Dax Hardwood <laughs> and the other guy, it looks like they're triplets. You were right, Hoop. FTR's the tits. They're really fucking good at tag team wrestling. I love how they abide by the rules. I love that it's always a tag team thing. Dax, we talked about Jay Uso earlier. This fucking guy. He could be a singles guy himself. Uh, got taken out in the match, comes back. FTR wins. They are now AAA, ROH, and IWGP World Tag Team Champions. And I'm fucking here for it. Let them beat the Bucks. Let them go Ultimo Dragon on their ass and just start going around collecting all the titles. Talk about Kenny Omega being a belt collector. No. FTR is a belt collector. Two of them. I loved three. it. I loved it. Three. They got three titles. No, I meant two two guys. Oh, They're belt gotcha, collectors. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, four-way match for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Pac Connors, Miro, and Malachi back. Did not expect Pac to win this match. Mm. The bastard does win. Man, I felt bad. I wanted Miro to win. I really did. I thought Miro, out of the four guys in this match, I felt like Miro would do the most for the match or for mm-hmm. the title. And I felt that the title would do the most for him. Great match. Yeah. Um, Was not I, expecting anything of Connors. I expected that. Miro to win. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised when Pac won. And I yeah. loved it. I loved that Pac won. I'm a Miro guy. Miro's, yeah. of all four of these people in here, clearly I don't know who the fuck Connors is. Uh, but of all four of these guys, I'm Team Miro. And when mm-hmm. Pac won, I like jumped off my couch and was excited about it. Now, yeah. apparently I was the only one excited about it because AEW didn't even fucking mention it on Dynamite. Didn't even oh, yeah, mention it. Title's no longer, title's gone. Title's gone. They didn't We're even mention that they had a new championship debut and at Forbidden Door they have a new champion. I haven't watched Rampage yet, but they probably didn't mention it on there either. Probably not. Probably not. Great job, Tony. Put the coke down, sir. He was, he was too busy hugging people. Um, Six-man tag team. Dudes with attitudes. Alan Sting and Shingo Takaji. I was about to take a swig of my drink, and I just started smiling. The Stinger! Al Fantasmo, Nick and Matt Jackson, and Hikido on, on there. Uh, Marty, this guy's 62 years old. Motherfucker gonna break a hip. He hasn't though. He's sixty-two he's years old, Marty. That's because he's got thirty-five pins, eight rods, and I'm pretty sure they put some adamantium in him so he doesn't hurt himself anymore. This guy is ridiculous. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna sit here. Yeah, I am. Fuck that. Fuck y'all. If y'all don't like it, change the channel. Sting's the man. Sting is my favorite wrestler of all time, and I will not hear any slander or anything else. The Rock, biggest star. That's my guy, too. You know, Stone Cold, love him. Roman Reigns, you the man. Becky Lynch, Mickey James, love all of them. Sting, that's it. If I only had to watch one wrestler's career the rest of my life, I'm watching Sting. And these last two years in AEW, treat it like a fucking superstar, okay? What? Sting, you're 62. You ain't got to jump off the top of the fucking entrance ramp. He's like, I don't give a fuck. What else am I going to do? I ain't got shit to lose. This might be my last match. Let's make it count. And I feel like every wrestler should wrestle like that. When he got kicked with that super kick, that double super kick versus the Bucks, 
and he just stood there and started beating on his chest and clotheslined both of them, Marty. You talk about a little kid in a 39-year-old man's body fucking coming to life. I know you didn't watch Sting a lot, Marty. You you don't know about the Stinger back in, but give me your thoughts on Sting and AEW. This this match in particular. Give me your thoughts on the Stinger. You're a fan now, right? Tell me your. I fan. mean, I've never not been a fan of him since he's been back. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Sting, but I enjoy watching him. Dude needs to come fuck down. Um. I'm not, you know, Darby Allen. You know, it's what it, it is. What it is. We're not talking about match. Darby. We're talking about Sting. We're not talking about the Bucks. No, you asked me how the match was. You tell, you asked me what my thoughts on the match was. Sting, and I know you hate this, but Sting out there, you, you know, he doing, he's not doing anything different than Undertaker. Get the fuck out of here! You ain't never <laughs> seen an Undertaker jump off of anything. No, you saw him jump off a fucking barn. Yeah, cinematic. Still happened. Okay, yeah. So did Carmelo win the fucking money in the bank twice? Oh, this guy. Got fucking jokes over here. <laughs> How dare you sting uh, in the Undertaker. Get the fuck out of here. Undertaker's five years younger than Sting. He can't even fucking walk. Thunder Rosa. Tony Storm. How wait? We're not done. What, what, what are we going to talk about? They fucking won. Fuck off. Man you love versus the man you. you hate. It's simple as that. We're good. We don't need to talk any further about that. We got time. We got time limits. Rosa, Storm, AEW Women's World Championship. I hate it. Good this. match. I hate Good this. match. I hate the end. Did of not this expect match. this finish. Uh I feel like Tony Storm has been so good since she's been in AEW. It was the NXT UK version of Tony Storm, the Japanese version of Tony Storm. She's gotten in better shape and people calm down. She's always been in great shape, but she's gotten in better shape. She'll fucking tell you that. I think she said oh, it on yeah. podcasts before. Um, she's more physical now. This match was hard hitting. They beat the dog shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting Thunder Rosa to win. Um, you know, I was a big Th- Thunder Rosa fan, and this is this is a thing with AEW women's champions to me lately. They are great on the run. Yeah. And then when they get there, and then once they talk, get the we talk title, about, we talk about you know in the full circle. We talked about Ronda being champion. Ronda, I think, when she holds that belt, has value to it. But this last run with Ronda as champion just didn't do anything. And I think Rosa is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And her having that title does things. But her with the title right now is not hitting the marks. I agree. Uh, Thunder Rosa gets the win using Dustin Rhodes' move, which, what the fuck ever. Um over Tony Storm. Tony's back on, uh, was it Rampage or Dynamite? She was fighting uh, Nyla Rose and Marina no, Shafir interfered. And Thunder Rose. So I don't think this story is over with yet. I think, no, it's not. I think we might I be think, looking at a rematch at All out. out. And I think that Tony wins the belt at All Out. Yep. And then Sasha shows up and then Sasha versus Tor Storm. Revelation. Um, and here's this will. I'm calling match of the night. IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay. Orange Cassidy. Give that man a fucking title. Mm. I love OC. And now he's got his own music now too? Ah. I'm all for it. And as as 
one and two members of Boot to the Face, we will tell you that we were wrong yeah. about Orange Cassidy. I came around a little bit earlier than Marty did. A lot but earlier. We, but a lot we both, earlier. <laughs> but we both came around. Like, neither one of us got it, right? It's kind of like Danhausen right now. I don't understand. But Danhausen ain't no fucking Orange Cassidy. No. Not even close. No. Um, but we both didn't get it at first. We, we weren't familiar with Orange Cassidy. But this dude, ever since the match with him and Pac, him mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega, and now him and Will Ospreay. Um, just phenomenal. And and let's not let's not just give it all to Orange Cassidy. Will Ospreay is a good fucking wrestler. I'm sorry right now. I think Will Ospreay is one of the best wrestlers in the world. I don't care who he's wrestling. And I've been saying that for years. I love Ospreay. I think he's a fantastic performer, an amazing talent, and a great champion. Not gonna uh, lie, I thought he signed with WWE when I saw the picture of Jake Paul signing with WWE with that fucking entrance gear. I was uh, like, oh shit, they got Will. Oh, oh no, that's, that's Jake Paul. Yeah. Uh, but, Logan I, Paul. whatever. I agree with you. They're the same. I agree with you. Uh, Osprey versus Cassidy was definitely the match of the night. Will Osprey gets the win and then your boy comes out at the end, who I'd never seen this guy before, but he fucking he was out there to wreck shit. And if you're a fan of New Japan, apparently you know who he is, and I don't. Uh, but, this is the kind of thing that would make me be interested in a wrestler by having them come out and I'm not exposed to them and showcasing them like that at the end. Shingo. It was Shingo, right? No, it was Shibata. I'm sorry. Shibata. SH, whatever. Shibata, uh, he's the one that just came back not too long ago either. So. Yeah. Got me interested in him. And eventually I'm going to do some more research on it and find out about it. Um, well... New Japan's going to be highlighted over the next couple about the next month and a half because we got the G1 Climax starting next week. Um, next after that, we got down to the last couple of matches. We have Zack Sabre Jr. and the man that was picked to be a member of the club and the man that was picked by Daniel or Brian Danielson. Let me get that name right. I don't want to be no JR out here. Claudio Castanoli. JR called that man Cesaro twice on that. He sure did. He sure as fuck did. People want his head. William um, Regal called Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan. Thank you. Right? Same broadcast. Um, yeah, hmm. fuck Zack Sabre Jr. I take Claudio, Cesaro, doesn't matter. I take either one of them over Zack Sabre Jr. all day, every day. Um, this is just a quick, at least the blood and guts. We're not going to talk about blood and guts today, but just get them bloody guts. He's out there. Basically, it's all WWE out there. But then watching him and Jake Swagger, Jake Hager. It's like, oh, it's, a, it's the real Americans, or whatever they are, whatever they call them, true Americans. Like, oh, let's look at them. All they need is Dutch out there to fucking tag them what to, what to do. Oh, my God, uh, Dutch. <laughs> uh, anyways, that, that was, a you know, that's it. That match was 18 minutes long. I was not expecting it to be that long. That match had no fucking reason to be that long, first of all. Zack Sabre is not that good, and Claudio should have come out and just beat the shit out of him like it looked like it was going to. Yeah, I was about to say, it looked like it was about to be a squash. Should know been five ten minutes at the most, not fucking nearly. 10. Nah, I mean you you got to go at least fifteen minutes with these two because mm. Zach Saber Junior. As much as I don't like him, is a like that he will tie sense. your ass up. Yeah, it's the fucking spider monkey. And I will say this, like and and don't misconstrue what I'm saying. Fuck Zach Saber Junior. Okay, let's start out with that. But that's your best. That's your match favorite wrestler. He is way he more Sting. believable. Fuck Sting. He is ma- way more believable. In the style that he uses now that he's put on weight than two, three years ago when he was just a little skinny rail. Oh, yeah. I can agree with that. I, I'm not, I, can, I can agree with that. 
doesn't mean it's it's good. Just no, 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 I'm not saying it's good. He still sucks. Like I don't like him, <laughs> but I'm just saying his matches are more believable now that he doesn't look like a taller version of Adam Cole. Yeah. Um. Now the match I thought was gonna be the match of the night, not because of how big of a match it is, but just because I got Jay White, I got Okada, Okada, I got Adam Page, who Adam Page and Okada are two of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Jay White gets the win, but with the fucking weak ass win with him. <sighs> I did not expect him to keep the title. I really thought Page. I want him Page to win. Thought he could have, but I really thought Okada was gonna get this back. Yeah, uh, obviously it ended differently because Adam Cole ended up getting a concussion. Um, but I, if I had to put money on it, I would have not put money that Jay White would have walked out as a champion. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to pick. Uh, I can't remember who, who we both separately picked. I'm pretty sure you said Jay White. I'm pretty sure I said Okada. I picked Jay White, and I, I would so. yeah, I, I wouldn't have expected that. Um, I think I think you said that he's gonna he'll keep the title. Um, last match of night, interim AEW World Championship. We got John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Fantastic match. Mm. There was some stuff in here that didn't make sense. It was just stupid. I don't fuck. I love Moxley, but fucking a man, you don't need to go red every time. Like, yeah, fuck, dude. yeah. You're you're absolutely right. It's ridiculous now. Now now it's just a joke, you know. Um, but no, I, I thought it was a great match. Uh, I thought Tanahashi really had a chance to win this, but at the end of the day, it goes to Moxley. Keeping AEW, it is what it is. Them New Japan fans love Tanahashi. Fuck yeah, they do. He's a fucking they were booing He's a Moxley. They were He's booing a Moxley. Superstar. Booing John Moxley. Can you believe that shit? Mm-hmm. Tanahashi's fantastic, man. He, Tanahashi's probably the one guy where in, in New Japan, the last five to ten years, you've got, you got guys on that were booed, were cheered, Kenny, Bucks, um, Paige, Cody. It doesn't fucking matter, man. They were either cheered or hated. They did both. Tanahashi's one of those guys. doesn't matter when it was or how it was. That dude is fucking loved in New Japan. Yep. So, the AEW. Overall, I thought it was a solid card. I thought it was a fun card, even if it was long to watch. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, probably one of the best cards of the year, just because of how how many good matches there were. Mm-hmm. How I don't know, man. I'm just gonna call it like that. That's one of my probably one of my favorite cards this year. So, and that's all I got for AEW Forbidden Door with New Japan and Money in the Bank. Uh, I got a couple notes I want to hit on real quick before we yeah. get up out of here, Marty. Uh, we talked about it kind of earlier. No mention of Pac winning the title by Dynamite. I feel like this is just... You're, you're already telling me that this title doesn't mean a fucking thing. Yep. Uh, not only did it not mention Pac winning the title, besides Moxley coming out with the belt, there's no mention of him being the interim world champion. Yeah. That, oh, you know what? You, I'm glad you put that out. They announced... Like, why wouldn't they announce him as the AEW world champion when he comes at the blood and guts? Like, are you fucking kidding you Oh, even I didn't even catch that. Title? They didn't announce yeah. it. They just said John Moxley. They didn't say shit about him being the, the world champion mm. coming out to the ring. Uh, you talked about how great Forbidden Door was. Apparently, AEW disagrees with you because they rarely fucking mentioned it on Dynamite. I mean, Bucks mentioned it a couple times. The Bucks in a 30-second interview. You know what's going to happen when you watch Monday Night Raw tomorrow? All they're going to talk about is Money, Money in the Bank. bank. Yep. That's it. 
This was one of our biggest shows of the year. Liv Morgan won the title. She cashed in on Ronda Rousey. Austin Theory won Money in the Bank. Lash is the new U.S. champion. The Usos beat the Street Pro. That's all you. It's gonna be a recap for three hours of Money in the Bank. Do we need it to be three hour recap? No. Do we need mention of it? Yes. AEW barely mentioned Forbidden Door. We, as wrestling fans, have been waiting on a pay-per-view like this. It was a great pay-per-view, and you don't even fucking talk about it. Um, My other note on AEW, it's kind of like how Hangman was a couple years ago. I feel like they have completely dropped the ball with Wardlow. Yep. Wardlow is nowhere near as big a deal as he was two months ago. Who was he? He was on screen with somebody this week. Scorpio Sky. Oh, Scorpio, that's right. For the TNT Championship. But Wardlow is just, he's, he, why would you agree? No, this is where Wardlow lost me. He came out and he cut a promo a couple weeks ago and says, I didn't want to be in the world title tournament because I don't want to win the world title if the world champion's not in it. I'd rather fight for the TNT championship. So you're so fucking stupid that you think the TNT title is bigger than the interim AEW world title? Get the fuck out of here. That's where you lose me. You lose me when you agree to fight 20 fucking people at one time all the time. Eventually, one of them 20 people is going to whoop your ass. And guess what? It's probably going to happen Wednesday. That's it. That's that's my AEW criticism. Uh, real quick before we get up out of here, Marty. I want to give another shout out to JD Hoop. Uh, designing the Street Profits fucking ring gear. Incredible. Uh, send a get well soon to the British Amazon Heidi Katrina who had an awful wrist injury the bone came through the skin Marty gross so get well soon to Heidi Katrina she's on the men uh, friend of the show fucking love everything that she does um, shout out to everybody that is here in the chat everybody that listens on a weekly basis on audio uh, obviously we thank you for your support follow us on all your various forms of social media, we're not hard to find. Boot to the face. The logo's the same. Share us. Retweet. Um, JD Hoops in the chat right now says, get well, Heidi. Uh, share us. Retweet. Fucking let your friends know. Give us a rating in iTunes. Mar, you got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? I uh, just appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all being here. All that you do for us outside the show, not just while we're on. Um, liking us, tweeting us, uh, sharing us with those around you, and then interacting with us online. Greatly appreciate it. Keep it up, and we will still do this as long as we can for uh, to give you guys some wrestling insight on both AEW, New Japan, and WWE. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been episode 189 of Boot to the Face. Peace! Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you real. Realize that you should have been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah!